This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Vibrant Raw Living. I'm your host, Victoria Madian. Join me on a journey of discovering your infinite potential. Thank you so much for tuning in. This week, I'm going to be continuing to talk about gratitude from a different perspective, but kind of continuing on from the last episode. So just mainly touching on things that sometimes are a little bit difficult to be grateful for and ways that we can improve our ability to be grateful in our life in other ways that we might not normally think that we may not be grateful for things. Now, hoarding is really holding on to things that you don't need and collecting things that you may need to get rid of. And I think hoarding kind of starts out from a really good intention. You want to collect things that will supplement your life and eventually probably help you in certain areas of your life. Now, this is coming up just because this time of the year, I know some of my yoga instructors are very adamant about, you know, when you're bringing new things into your life or you're buying new things, you should get rid of some things. And I know from my yoga instructors that some of them live by such a very strict principle of this. If they ever buy something new, then they have to get rid of something else. And I think that this principle does really allow you to be really grateful for the things that you have and also just get rid of the things that you don't really need. Rather than practicing holding on to so much stuff that really isn't serving you to the best it possibly can. Now, this kind of relates to our body and our energy as well. If we're eating food without really fully using that energy before it's ready to, you know, either be digested or burned up as fuel towards a workout or doing some type of mental activity or whatever it is. It won't really help us. You know, it'll weigh us down. It'll make us feel tired. Sometimes it can come on as excess weight. So it's important to make sure that you're creating that balance in your life where you're being grateful for what you're taking in and it's not becoming a burden to you because then we start to have negative relationships towards things that otherwise would be positive to bring into our life. But they don't end up being that way because we have such a negative context towards them because we're actually not getting rid of the stuff that we don't need. And that can cause people to complain about the things that they do have even when things are good. Some things may have been useful at one time, but if they no longer are, it's okay to get rid of it. I think sometimes we feel like we have to hold on to certain stuff, whether it be good for us or negative for us, for emotional purposes. It may bring up a memory or what have you. I know that when I was younger, my mom actually, when I went to college, she got rid of all of my trophies that I won throughout all of my dance competitions. (laughs) You know, and I remember being kind of upset about those being gone because I had worked so hard to be able to have those. But in hindsight, I'm kind of glad that all that clutter is gone because there were a lot of them there. And she was just saying that it was taking up so much space and they really needed to go. You know, if I didn't have a place for them, 
the fact of the matter is, regardless of whether it's a plastic trophy or not, I have all the memories and all the experiences of those times, and I'll remember them. Having a trophy there really didn't serve a purpose anymore, and it was ready. F- I was ready to move on to the next phase of my life where I was going to be learning ballroom dance and different Asian dance styles and different Latin dance styles. So, you know, those trophies had served their time, and it was ready to get. It was time to get rid of them. So I'm happy that that time has passed and that it allowed me to bring other things into my life. Yoga came into my life after, even more so after those trophies were out of the place. So it was good. And it can be good to get rid of things. And I think sometimes when you don't get rid of certain things that you have, it all of a sudden becomes this mindset that, you know, there's never enough. Like, it doesn't matter how many pairs of shoes you have. It's never going to be enough pairs of shoes. You're always going to want that other pair of shoes. What if you got rid of one of your pairs of shoes before purchasing another pair of shoes or made sure that you absolutely used up that pair of shoes that you possibly, to the maximum you possibly could before buying another pair? I think when it comes to those things that are regarding materialism and vanity, it has more of a spiritual context as well. It leads to just excess weight in your body and something that was meant to be a blessing really just becomes a a curse. You don't have room for it. You don't have space for it. You don't have time to deal with it properly, whether you're buying like a new ATV or something like it's great to have that. But if you don't have time to do all the maintenance on it or really take care of it, make sure all the circuits are working properly, make sure it's full of gas Make sure you have the right equipment to go along with it, that you can tow it properly out into the desert to use it, that, you know, it's not really going to be serving you. It's just going to be sitting there and it's going to be taking up space. And there are people sometimes that we keep in our life as well that maybe don't fit in the way that they used to. But there's a way we can change that so that we can incorporate people into our life in a positive way. And things in a positive way in our life. Because sometimes we engage in really healthy habits with the best of intentions, but then it doesn't really turn out having, it doesn't end up having a healthy result later on because of our relationship to that thing. So where gratitude comes in in this instance is that even if you don't like something or somebody maybe 100% of the time, you can change what you say and what you think about these things to change the relationship and have that go into more of a positive way, regardless of whatever it is. Now, some of us have a messed up relationship in our life. I'm sure maybe you can think of a few people in your life where maybe things have gone a little bit wrong or things have gone down a path where you didn't think it would go. Some of us have close family members of ours who we're having issues with or even a spouse or a close friend. You know, sometimes when we get very close to people, those ties can become a little bit more sensitive and issues can arise. I think it's important to bless them, to say good things, to compliment people, to speak life into their purpose and speak life to that person, to lift them up and help them feel positive Because we're all going through rough times in our life from time to time. I mean, most people have some kind of drama that's going on from time to time in their life. And 
it's important to be there for each other. I think that's something that I learned through having, a, you know, a regular yoga practice as well as going into that yoga studio, practicing with other people. I love doing self-practice at home and home practice, but I think it, there really is something about being able to practice in a group environment to be able to do things in a group environment rather than in isolation. Each of them have their own specific benefits. But I think practicing in a group environment really does bring a lot of camaraderie. It does bring a lot of just a special connection between everybody that you don't get when you're by yourself. Now, I want you to think of one person that gets you down or causes stress into your life and just brings a lot of negativity into your day. Sometimes maybe it's somebody that you have to work with. Maybe, again, it's a family member. Just think of that person whoever it may be. And as much as you can think of all the negative things about that individual, I guarantee you that at some point in some way in their life that the universe, other people, in other ways, see many good things about them and that they do incredible things, hopefully. You know, some people do get into a bit of a sloth pattern where they're not really doing much and they're not really contributing much to society but you just have to like pray for those people and wish them well in things and try to maybe include them in things where they can get involved and they can see the benefits of being involved in some type of communal activity and maybe getting out of their own like maybe self-absorption in whatever they're doing in their life. You know, the universe can change by you seeing them in a more positive way. Their whole world can change by you seeing them in a more positive way. Choose reasons to be thankful for that person. You know, suicide is something that is still very prevalent in our society. And a lot of people don't feel loved, don't feel accepted. They don't feel like enough. And sometimes giving somebody a compliment or uplifting them or affirming them or thinking higher of them than maybe the state that they're currently in and even doing this for yourself can really lift you up out of that mood but can really help somebody else. Sometimes we can see people who are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe like that person would ever think negatively about themselves. They have so much going for them. Their life seems so perfect, you know, from an outsider standpoint. But internally, they might be really dealing with some demons and some past issues that might be trauma from childhood. It might be, you know, issues that have not been dealt with properly across the course of their life. Maybe they don't understand like the best way to go about conflict management or resolution and all these types of things. And that can be a really deep internal struggle for them that ends up bleeding into their other relationships and leaving them isolated. So maybe you could be that one person that just gives them that one compliment it gives them a smile, it gives them a hug, that does something that uplifts their day. And it'll help them be grateful to be alive. It'll give them something to be grateful for in the day, maybe if they didn't have anything to be thankful for, because maybe they don't have good people in their life. Maybe they don't have, you know, supportive parents that want to uplift them. Maybe they just tell them stuff that's negative about them all the time or that they're not doing enough. So, 
and this comes to my students too. I feel like I've developed a really good connection with the students that I've worked with over the years because I really do my best to affirm them, to give them positive critiques, constructive criticism, help them grow and get better. And really, I help them transform along the course of when I work with them into more of what I feel like they're capable of doing and what I know that they know they're capable of doing, but they just need that person to help them along and get to that point. So when we believe in people, I mean, I've seen it time and time again in my line of work, the transformation that can take place and how powerful that is. It's really, really special to be able to be in a person's life and have an opportunity to do that. And we have that opportunity every single day, especially if we're interacting with other people, to just be kind and uplifting and to be a positive light in their life. Now, even if you have issues with people in your life, you can go to them. You know, I encourage you if even if like, you know, you feel like maybe you and that person haven't been vibing that much, you can call them up. You can talk to them face-to-face and say, you know, I know we haven't been getting along. I'm sorry for maybe my attitude or my view on things or anything that might be coming from my ego or might have been misinterpreted or whatever it is. And just come to it with a place of love and be like, you know what, regardless of all that, I appreciate this aspect of you. I appreciate this about you because there are a lot of things to appreciate about other people and all of the work that they do to help, you know, the collective energy of this world function in the hopefully positive way that it does. And, you know, the Latin root of competition is compete, which means strive together. We all have a kind of a collective goal as a human race to try to move things along, to improve things, to make things more positive to help create a safer space in this planet to live. And a lot of that comes towards loving and obeying that oneness amongst all of us and really putting that first, putting that collective energy first. You know, for example, when I go into a yoga classroom, if some person is like doing improvisational dance in the corner while they're trying to have like a yoga class going on, that's going to be disruptive. That's not really thinking about the collective oneness of what's going on there. That's a person that's kind of doing their own thing. And although that is a great thing, it's not really working towards the collective energy and kind of keeping everybody on the same page, right? So when you go into a certain space, you want to kind of become one with that. It's becoming one with your body and your mind between your heart and your mind and creating that connection there and being able to see that connection in other people. And to be able to go into spaces where you feel that oneness, where you feel that collective energy, like everybody is moving as one. You know, another thing that we can do really is treat others as you'd wish to be treated. Now, I'd be really surprised if many of you have not heard this before since it's something that I feel like we hear a lot growing up. I know I did. Now, I have a lot of friends that are pretty public with their lives on the internet and unfortunately receive a lot of hate on the internet too. And they receive a lot of hate comments. They receive, you know, negative things. And I'm grateful that most of my friends that do receive this, they are able to 
deal with it in a really healthy way. And I feel like they have strong spirits and they can get through these times with a little bit of grace and perspective and realizing that these people that are making these assumptions about them don't really know them, you know, in the ways that maybe their close friends know them and that it's not worth really pouring so much energy into. And really at the end of the day, I really just think like the only person that should really feel comfortable judging somebody else is a person who's already been through exactly the same thing that that person's been through or like they're perfect you know and to be honest that's none of us it's like we can all give each other suggestions and like say our own opinion about things but at the end of the day to kind of cast a stone at somebody else and try to like put somebody down or try to hurt somebody else it's like are you perfect enough to be able to do that Like, if you're not, then honestly, like, you could probably work on some other things that you're yourself and look into your own heart, look into your own spirit, look at the things that obviously you're cultivating in regards to judging this person and really deal with that judgment. You know, when it comes to yoga practice, there's oftentimes this saying that kind of goes around in the room or I've had other instructors kind of mentioned it in class. And that is stay on your mat. Stay focused on yourself in the mirror. Now, I want you to take a moment and just picture yourself in a yoga room where there's other people around you on their yoga mats and they're looking at their reflection in the mirror. Okay, now I want you to take a second to see other people and see like as if it was their social media profile on the mat. And are you focusing on yourself or are you scrolling through their life and looking at everything that they're doing rather than focusing on yourself? Are you making assumptions from an external perspective when you're not in their body, you're not in their mind, you're not in their head, you're not feeling all the feelings that they're feeling? Or are you staying focused on yourself? I think that it's very important to... Make sure in your life that you're bringing that attention to yourself, that you're doing things for the right reasons, that you're posting things for the right reasons, that you're going into yoga postures for the right reasons, that you're not just kicking stuff out, that you're not, you know, you're going into things carefully and being conscious of what you're doing and thinking about how your energy in the space is going to affect another person. If you're wobbling all over the place and really being careless and frustrated and stuff like are you monitoring your breathing are you monitoring other things in your life in such a way where what you are going to be putting out into the room as far as the energy is going to be positive and uplifting for the people around you or is it negative are you like shooting darting glances are you being judgmental are you trying to be competitive with the people around you how are you doing (laughs) are you trying to get on other people's mats You know, are you trying to be somebody that's other than yourself? Are you really taking the instruction that's being given to you by the instructor and doing your best with that? And that can be interpreted metaphorically a lot of different ways. But I think each of us has an internal compass that when you're able to touch that and tap into that, that what you're meant to do in your life will flow out of that. You just need to tap into that and be honest with yourself. Look at your God-given gifts Look at what the universe has blessed you with. 
look at the things you love in your life and do that and be grateful for that. Because when you start looking around at what everybody else is doing and say, oh, this person has that, that person can go deeper in that posture, this person, you know, blah, blah, blah. You start getting in that headspace too much. You start comparing things (laughs) that like you don't know all those things about that person's life. You don't know what they're dealing with. You don't know what they're going through. You can be happy for them. You can celebrate the good things that they're going through. And you can think about them in a way that is uplifting if they are feeling down, if they're having a rough class. You know, we'll get to that in a second as far as furthering, like talking about that aspect of things. But give thanks for all the circumstances that you have in your life. And I mean all the circumstances you have in your life. Good, bad, ugly, beautiful, whatever it is. Because regardless of all the stuff that you've been through in your life, it's gotten you to the point where you are right now. And regardless of how you feel about all of that, you have an opportunity to still make the best out of this moment, out of this day, out of whatever amount of life that you have left to live. And that is really discovering what you're capable of. And to be grateful that you have an opportunity to do that is very important in regards to living a very fulfilled life. You know, when we get into patterns of anxious thinking, anxious thoughts, anxious behaviors, tendencies, things of that nature, you know, anxiety is really anti anticipated disaster you're thinking about the worst things could possibly go and i know i mentioned this in the previous episode but oftentimes things don't end up going down that path anyway as much as we think about it things typically end up different so the best you can do is just stay focused and present in the moment pick things to be grateful for in this moment and keep that as a consistent practice Come back to that when your mind starts to wander off into all these different negative pathways. You want to stay focused on now and how you can make the most out of now and be grateful for fulfilling everything that you can do now. I oftentimes just really believe that like the universe is really looking out for us, that there are good people in this world. There are so many good people in this world that are making positive difference, positive change, and nobody's perfect. People, you know, quote-unquote mess up. They do the quote-unquote wrong thing, you know, which I do think that there are certain things that are like, you know, obviously most people would believe that they are not good to do, you know, and that's why we have laws and rules and certain boundaries in regards to what people should or should not be doing in life. And there are consequences for certain actions. But I really do think that the universe has our best in mind and really wants us to succeed. And I would hope for you that wherever you are right now, that you're in a safe space, that you have the ability to take a deep breath, that you have access to like clean running water and electricity and just basic needs. And that you're able to feel at peace. Maybe things aren't perfect in your life. I don't know a person who things are perfect in their life 100% of the time, you know, and it's great to be grateful for those moments and have, you know, positive feelings towards other people who are blessed in that way. But it doesn't mean that you don't have the opportunity to count your own blessings. 
I guarantee you there's probably at least five things in front of you right now or within you, about you, that you could be grateful for this moment. And even if you want to, take out your notes section on your phone and, like, write a couple things down. You know, it's easy to really love people that are close to us or from a distance that are easy to care for. You know, they might not give us too many troubles. They may not cause us too much stress. They may not really require us to really grow or push ourselves in a lot of different ways because it's just easy. However, we get challenged when a person maybe we don't like is in our way constantly or is just seemingly constantly causing problems or making issues or causing drama or whatever. That's the times where it's really difficult to be grateful 100% of the time. But in those moments, we still have to practice that gratitude. You can't pull someone down unless you're beneath them. So even if someone is causing you challenges and you're choosing to judge them or berate them or belittle them, you put yourself beneath another person when you try to drag them down or say that they are one way or another or that they are whatever you think your opinion is of them. It really is beneath you and beneath them to do that to another person. You're pulling them down, but you have to be beneath them in order to pull them down. And when I think of this type of stuff, it really does remind me of things like hate comments and certain types of activism that I don't personally like engaging with. Um... You know, and when I mean that is like I obviously have things that I care about in my life when it comes to global health, when it comes to even refugee issues, when it comes to a lot of different stuff, many different topics. Like there are a lot of things that I am passionate about that I could spend all day on the internet just like hating on people if I wanted to, you know, but it's not something that I feel like I care to do. I care to live in a way that doesn't contribute to those issues. And I believe in my right time when the time is correct for me to speak on those things and share my opinion about those things that I can do that without putting anybody else down. Because I believe that others are capable of changing and capable of being inspired of a different way of thinking. And I believe in that aspect of people and I see it in people. I don't want to believe that people are just incapable of change and that they can't move forward because I know so many people in my life that have made incredible change in their life. Many of the people that I've had as guests on this podcast have done that and they're a testament to that. And they inspire me to keep that belief out there that people are capable of change and I think love does a lot more good than hate. Many people can probably agree with that. So when it comes to leaving hate comments or mean comments on people's things, you know, it's really easy to judge people and everybody judges. It's, you know, innate in us. There might be some Buddhist people out there or some people out there, you know, that just really have that Zen aspect of non-judgment down to a T and you know regardless of whatever religion it is there might be some people out there that just really are good at not practicing that are good at practicing non-judgment towards other people it's a practice 
really is a practice and it's a choice. And when you're able to, instead of pull people down, you're able to lift people up, they're, you're bringing them up into the light. And you're seeing a higher purpose for their life than they might even be able to see for themselves. And that will encourage more gratitude in their life as well. You'll be able to see the good in that person, all the good that they're doing, and see that they're capable of growing and becoming more successful. I can honestly say that I have that view for many of the people that I know in my life. And it is something that I've seen in myself, that I've seen myself grow into the person that I wanted to become when I was younger. I've seen others do things and I celebrate them. One of my really good friends, she just started practicing Latin ballroom dance and she wasn't dancing for a couple of years. And I know that it was something that was on her heart that she misses. And, you know, whether you're a dancer, I, I think especially if you're a dancer, just I know that I can say that because I relate to this and I've had you know, a two-year gap in my dance career where I wasn't dancing and training as regularly as I normally had been growing up. It like literally, and I hear this a lot from people that I grew up dancing with that don't dance anymore or dance instructors that I work with that don't really dance the same way that they used to anymore. But like, I'll invite them to come salsa dancing with me. I'll invite them to go ballroom dancing with me, come to tango, go out and just learn different social dance styles and things. When my friend got back into dancing again, I was so happy for her and I knew that it was definitely a financial expense because I know how expensive dancing and training in Latin ballroom can be as far as like costumes and competitions and all of that. And I was just like, I want to do anything I can to just be supportive towards her because I know how much she's investing into making all this happen and I want it to be such a positive experience for her and help her have the best time she possibly can and just celebrate her. You know, I had my time when I did that and I know how fun it was and to be able to cheer somebody else on who's going through that experience and really putting energy towards their own change and something they enjoy is just so wonderful. You know, I think that there might be an opportunity to be jealous of another person who's doing that and maybe think, oh, like, you know, I, I mean, it it sounds horrible to even think this, but, you know, to be competitive in such a way where, you know, you might be so jealous of somebody that you're not able to cheer them on, you know, like, I think that sometimes it, it can be easy to slip into that. But I think for me, I always wanted my teammates to do the best they possibly could if they were performing solos, duos, trios, you know, performing in smaller groups or on their own because it's like one person's success doesn't take away from my success. It adds to their success and I can be happy for that person and cheer them on. And that feels good to do that. You know, I'm grateful that my friend has this opportunity to do that. And I'm grateful that I can be there to enjoy and support her and be her friend through the process and just be that cheerleader in her life and be there in that positive way. Because then it just becomes like so much more of a blessing for everybody. So I really feel like, you know, and there's been other people in my life where I've had friends of mine that wanted to start businesses. And I was like, yes, you're going to do this. And they've made such an incredible change and helped thousands of people. And knowing people before they get to that level of success and seeing them achieve that 
it's such a it's such a cool process you know and it's nice when people don't when that type of success doesn't change people where it gets to their head and they start really acting in different ways because I've seen that happen too but it's nice to see people and be there for them and cheer them on and help them be that positive person in their life that's like believing in them that they can make that creative positive change in their life you know, I really feel like we're meant to all live in peace and in harmony and it kind of <laughs> reminds me of like those papers that you used to get when you were waiting at a restaurant that they would give the kids the little crossword activities or whatever. I know that my family, we would go to Claim Jumper when I was growing up and they always had the little connect the dots or, um, you know, the little things where you put one number to the other number and then it creates like a dinosaur or something so you know when I think about that I'm like as human beings on this planet I feel like we're meant to create connections with other people and when we create that connection and strengthen those connections you can fill in that space and I feel like the universe kind of does that on its own way it'll fill in that space with whatever color is meant to be there you know but sometimes that connection's not meeting the other point completely and the color will just bleed out and it won't be that safe, secure thing that it's meant to be because that's not there. And creating those healthy connections takes time. It takes work sometimes, but it's worth it for the collective whole. And I think it does create a lot more peace and harmony in the world when we're able to collaborate and connect with other people that have a common goal and see past necessarily the individual egotistical goals of certain people or whatever it may be and really think of the collective goal that's happening. I think it's important to find a way to connect the dots in our life in a metaphorical sense and just to let the universe do the rest. And be a part of that process in the most positive way possible. And I think when it comes to getting angry about things, I don't think that there's anything wrong with getting angry. I think it's very healthy to feel angry sometimes and to get angry about stuff and even express anger in a healthy way. I think there's definitely been some dances that I've done growing up that were like, heavy metal music or like you know definitely had more of a angry (laughs) like aggressive tone to them probably some hip-hop routines that I can think of but there's healthy ways to express aggression and anger when it comes to performing arts but also when it comes into life I think you can get mad but let being mad be something that comes out of you like get mad on purpose if that makes sense You want to get mad on your purpose. Like, for example, you know, things that will create a greater good. For for example, for me, I don't like seeing animal cruelty. You know, I've been leading a plant-based lifestyle and eating a plant-based lifestyle for almost 10 years now. And it is not fun to, like, watch animal slaughter footage and slaughterhouses like it's very upsetting 
and it's not necessarily that's kind of like I get triggered sometimes when I see people eating meat and I feel like on an emotional level I can disconnect and kind of compartmentalize that and I don't feel like a need to just like dig into the person and be like look at what you're eating like you know because it's like when I see meat I see that image of the animal slaughter of the animal cruelty of the poor conditions that they're living in and the disease that it causes just because that's my bias. That's what I know. And that's what I've educated myself to be able to have a certain level of awareness about these things. And I don't think people that eat meat are necessarily stupid. I would not accuse people of that. I just think there's different information that I know about things than other people. And that has informed my decisions about certain things that I do in my life. Now, I get passionate when it comes to these issues because they're important issues to me. However, I try to put that into healthy things like making positive decisions about my life and doing things that don't contribute to animal cruelty by purchasing products that do not have any conjunction with animal cruelty Living my life in such a way that does not encourage disease in my body or anybody else's body. And I do my best in all of these areas. I want to do my best to not pollute the earth and, you know, over consume plastics or use plastics that much. And live in such a way where I'm keeping myself educated and up to date and informed about different things that are going on within the plant-based community. And if you guys want more of that, you can definitely check out another podcast, Vegan Danielle. She interviews a lot of people that are vegan in the community and talks about a lot of these different types of things. And it's really nice to be able to stay up to date on things that are happening within that community with certain people and keep informed about those things. And I think being able to connect with other people that are passionate about those same issues is important because then you understand each other's struggle. You understand the frustration of going to a family event where other people around are not probably eating the same kinds of foods that you are or the different transitions that can be taking place when you're going through transitioning to having a different lifestyle. But Get passionate about things that create positive change. You know, you can be upset about a lot of different things in this life, but is your getting upset about it really going to change it for the positive? It's just important to kind of think through that lens, I think, sometimes. Now, life won't really give you things if you can't be trusted with them and if you don't respect them in that way. So you want to... And that comes to relationships and friendships. So you want to speak life to people. You want to bring positivity into their life and build that trust there. Now, those who have friends in their life are typically friendly people. They engage with other people. They might even on social media comment on other people's posts. They might be a little bit more personable. They might be a little bit more approachable. Those you know, you might not want to say something good about another person because you might have other things going on in the back of your mind that you're not grateful for whatever they've brought into your life. But you may want to see something good 
about another person that you don't like. And even if you can't see that, look for the good. Pray for them. Wish them well. Wish that they have success, that they go down and they do what their life purpose is, whatever that is, that they complete, you know, some discovering some aspect of their potential in some way that they want to. Because it's better if people are on that track rather than getting stuck in negative habits and negative things. And to be a positive light again in somebody's life is such a blessing when you look at it from that perspective. Hopefully you're a part of some type of a group in your life where you're doing good in the world. You give back. You're philanthropic that you are able to work with a group of people that you feel positive energy around. And to be thankful that you get to pray for people that sometimes challenge you because those are positive experiences as well. You can see it that way. You know, don't run away from people or things that cause you pain in your life because more likely than not, you'll end up running into another person or another circumstance or another situation in your life where that same thing is going to keep on recurring until it gets healed. You know, one of the things that comes to mind when I think about this is people that get in relationships with the same type of individual over and over and over again if they're going through a cycle of dating, and then they realize, oh, this is why it continues to not work out. I'm choosing the same kind of person, and I'm doing the same kind of things, and I'm reacting to stuff in the same kind of way, and I'm getting the same result. You know, this can happen in a multitude of aspects of your life. So it's important to just look at how that equation is working, how it can be simplified, how it can be narrowed down, and what things are unnecessarily going on that can be switched out and maybe different variables can be put in the place or things can just finish out in a different way. Now, hopefully you are able to be around people that are uplifting towards you in your life. Now, people don't always want to hear what we have to say but some will. There are going to be people that don't want to hear a positive view about something or they don't want to hear a might come across to them as a negative view about something. But if you live with a peaceful heart and gratitude for your life and gratitude for the people around you, it'll create a positive feeling and, you know, it's really easy to complain about stuff. You know, we can go on complaining about things all the time. But once you get in a habit of creating a practice of gratitude for things, it becomes easier. It's easy to look at other people and be judgmental towards them and say, others are going through this. Ah, well, you know, your ego might go into a place and saying, good, you know, they're getting their karma. Now, maybe, maybe it is good that they are getting their karma. However, you being happy about things going bad in their life, unfortunately, becomes your karma. So if somebody's going through something difficult, when you're going through something difficult, 
wouldn't you want somebody else to be supportive or at least thinking kindly or positive towards you? There are certain circumstances that people have to deal with in their life and things that they have to own up to that may not be the most pleasant, but unfortunately they may have done certain things in their life that have led things going down a certain path. And you can be hopeful that things will turn out better for them. If your ego is going into that place, I mean, you're kind of borderlining on low-capacity, narcissistic-type thinking, which is not healthy really for anybody in any situation. You don't want to be wishing bad things on people just because it's not really the best. And others might be going through a lot of difficult things. You know, I'm sure that you can think of some things that you're going through in your life that are challenging that maybe you don't talk about with other people. Maybe they're very private, very, very intimate, personal things that you're not willing to share with others. So just imagine that more than likely most other people have these types of things going on in their life on top of what else might be publicly visible about whatever's going on. So just wish that they get through it as positively as possible and that they can move forward in their life in a good way and they can recover from whatever situation that they're dealing with with as much ease as they can. Now, even in hard times, again, like whatever your burden is, it's important to be grateful for whatever you're going through. Regardless of how bad life is, I feel like there's still always something that is worth being grateful for. And if you choose to practice that, you know, you can look at five objects that are around you. You can think of what smells are in the air. You can think of things that you can touch. You can do things that increase your grounding capabilities to ground yourself in the present moment and pull yourself out of states of anxiety that would otherwise maybe rile you up more or lead to things going down more of a negative result or path. Now, sometimes there can be a lot of discomfort in certain situations where you don't know how to help somebody through something, and this can lead to avoidance or we don't know what to do. We might be embarrassed or confused, and you might not want to offend another person. You might not want to be as close in proximity towards them because you don't really know how to help them get through whatever they're going through. But it's important. I think even when people are going through stuff where you're like, I cannot imagine being in their shoes. I can't imagine being in a situation like that person's dealing with. That you can think about it in such a way where you can say, I'm wishing you well. I hope that things get better or everything's going to be okay. Sometimes even just saying things like that can really help a person go through that difficult time in a different way, even if you don't know exactly how to help them. You can ask people, how are you doing? Even just asking someone how you're doing or I hope you're doing well, even if you're just sending a text message or, you know, giving them a call or talking to them, little things like that can really, really liven someone's day and make someone's day a lot better. So many people feel so alone in this life. Like they're not good enough. And 
it really means a lot when others can reach out. It means the whole world to some people who might be really lifted up by someone else who would take time out of their day to say something positive. It says a lot to be kind and to practice being kind to others. It includes things like grace, patience, courage, and it takes energy to create that space in your life. So you want to make sure that you surround yourself with the right people that is worth giving that energy to. Because there are times in our life where we can give so much of that positive energy to certain people and they don't respect it. They don't take care of it. They don't acknowledge it. And they're just like, oh, okay, whatever. Thanks. Yeah, you should do that for me or something. And they don't really express that full appreciation for everything that goes into you doing all that you do for them. You know, it makes me think of our parents. Sometimes, uh, I mean, nobody, I don't think there is like a perfect parent out there. I think there are a lot of parents that do their best and things. And there's no perfect person out there. But regardless of how other people do things in their life, I feel like it's always important to have appreciation for what people do for you in your life. And to help uplift people as well. You know, it's worth the wait, especially when it comes to relationships too, when it comes to investing that energy in people, when it comes to intimate relationships as well, or close relationships and friendships, that you're around people that really appreciate your ability to wish them well, to be positive around them. And if you don't feel like that's something that is reciprocal, then it may be something to reevaluate. Because you want to be surrounding yourself in that community of people where you are thinking about things being for the greater good. And I have to say, I'm very grateful to have been able to go through what I have gone through in my 20s thus far with friends that are sober, that are healthy, that are focused on making a positive impact in the world, that are athletic in some way, that are passionate about things that are greater than themselves. It's such an inspiring community of friends to be around and to have peers that are close to my same age that are doing these things and even seeing younger people, seeing older people, like regardless of whatever their age is, to see people in that zone of doing those things versus people that are being destructive to their health, ruining their health, getting involved in addictive behaviors or just getting sucked into these negative aspects of addiction, whatever it may be that they're feeling horrible all the time, they might be complaining more, they might be really upset, not really taking care of their spiritual growth, their healing in a lot of different ways, it does impact your ability to have close connections with those people because there's a certain level of work that hasn't really been done to really get to the point where you can have conversations with them where they're thinking outside of themselves and their own problems. So I do feel very grateful for the community of friends that I've had in my life. And it did take me making certain decisions about things to be able to have that community of people in my life, of those individuals that I have. And I'm very, very grateful for that. And I wish all of my friends so much success because they deserve it. They're doing great things in this world. And I hope along the course of this podcast, you guys can meet as many of those friends as I can possibly introduce to you.
Now we're all a part of this world and all of its creation. You know, the, the earth becomes us and we become the earth at some point as well. And that's one of the most incredible things about, I feel like, eating a lot of produce as well as that's like the earth's gifts to us. And there's so many unique, incredible things to find and learn about when it comes to produce and how to fuel ourselves. But, you know, when we die, we become a part of the earth again in some way or another. So everything has its cycle that it will go through. And it is important that we have gratitude for everything. I want you to think about a situation in your life where you went through an incredible amount of pain, an incredible amount of stress, maybe something that to this day causes you more trauma than anything else you can possibly think of. I just want you to think about that situation right now. And I want you to take a moment to be grateful for it. The past is the past. You can make the future good. You can learn from that experience that happened to you. You can get involved with some type of an association or a nonprofit that might raise awareness about a similar trauma that happened to you. You can work through it in such a way where you grow from that experience. You can forgive yourself for going through that experience. Even if it was not your fault, you can still forgive yourself, the other person. You can forgive yourself for the bad things that or the negative things that might have happened preceding or after that situation happened, leading up to it. Forgive yourself for maybe being naive or forgive the person who might have taken advantage of you in some way, whatever the situation may be. You have an opportunity in this day, in this moment, in this life to create positive change, and that's a gift that we all have. What are you going to do? With that, you know, you have an ability to create more health, more wellness, kinder and healthier relationships, strengthen your finances and learn how to use it in such a way where you're creating more prosperity for yourself and those around you. How do you create more healthy connections with your family members during the time that you have left? It really does become a choice at the end of the day whether you want to be light encouraging, uplifting, sharing wisdom, peace, love, these types of things, or being a negative complainer that just looks for the the bad stuff in people. You know, you can say thank you to people in your life that have helped you in your life. And um you can just see your heart change. You can see your life change when you start doing that. Say thank you to people more. Say thank you to your friends. Say thank you to even people that you think maybe in other work, in other ways they might not really be doing that much. Still appreciate people. Even maybe if you work in a certain building, say thank you to the janitor. Say thank you to the person who holds the door open for you in the morning or the doorman or the security person. Say thank you to different people that work in maybe different areas or fields that you do. They all have their place in making the whole situation function. That also goes into your life. 
When you practice that gratitude for every person showing up every single day to do their best to make this world a better place in whatever little way that they can, that'll mean a lot to people. And that's a small but simple and effective way of sharing more gratitude and more appreciation in such a way that makes a really big impact on the greater scale of things. Now, if you know somebody in your life that you feel like could benefit from hearing this, I encourage you to share it with them. I encourage you to share it with somebody who you think maybe could really benefit from practicing more gratitude in their life. You know, it's an important responsibility to take for creating that change in our lives. I'm doing what I can to do it in mind. I'm doing what I can in my life to create the change that I would like to in my life. And it is your choice how you choose to do it in yours. And I really hope this episode might be a catalyst for some change, some positive change for good in your life. Thank you for tuning in to Vibrant Raw Living. Remember that you are just as worthy, deserving, and capable of achieving and maintaining your dreams as much as anyone else. If you have found this podcast useful, please subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud and share it with your friends and family. You can find links to my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and Snapchat in the show notes below. And if you'd like to follow me for updates, which I only share via email, come on over to my website at victoriamadian.com. I love you and I'm wishing you a wonderful day. Go out there and discover your infinite potential. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.